Hi, I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's edition of Real Christianity with your Bible teacher, Attorney Mosley Collins. On this program, Mosley is joined by his special guest, Dr. Donald Partridge. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you and your family. And now, here is your brother in Christ and my husband, Mosley Collins. Welcome, my loved ones, to today's edition of Real Christianity. And I am joined in the studio by my dear friend, Dr. Donald Partridge. Hello, Don. Hi, Mosley. And Don and I are in a series called uh, Understanding Various Books of the Bible, and we're right now in Understanding Philippians. And today we're on uh, chapter 2 of Philippians. And so, Don, uh, with your permission, I'll begin there reading. Um, Philippians chapter 2, verse 1. Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy, being, like, being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in all lowliness of mind, let each esteem the others better than himself. Mm. Let each one of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interests of others. My gosh, this is quite a recipe for Christianity right here. Mm, I mean, yes, Paul just pins this out in a few verses. Yeah, yeah. So it starts off in verse 1 saying, uh, you know, what it's basically saying is, uh, do not worry but rather look to the love and fellowship of the Spirit, affections and mercies, be like-minded. And you know, Don, one scripture that that, uh, that reminds me of is what the angels said to the shepherds. Hmm. It's in Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 10. Then the angels said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And isn't that the foundation for this whole idea? No, and, th- and that's the point. It's Christ. Mm-hmm. It's, it's him, mostly. Mm-hmm. And if you're in love with Jesus Christ, and if I'm in love with Jesus Christ, we are therefore like-minded. That's the point. The point is not the various opinions of shades of interpretation of this verse or that verse, or or, uh, various different opinions and ideas of, of how to live or something, as long as it's holy before God. I mean, the point is, is Christ. Yes. And that is the like-mindedness mm-hmm. that God is, that Paul is talking about right here. That's the foundation, and no other foundation can be laid than that. No other foundation. And, I mean, you and I, we're going to go through the New Testament here in the Bible, and we have various different shades of opinion. But you are a lover of Jesus Christ, and so am I. And, th- and, and I'm telling you, we can work together. Yes. And that's what Paul is saying. Let me have joy of knowing that you are all central on the same denomina- uh, uh, same. Um, uh, uh, foundation, and that is of Christ. Yes, and turn your eyes upon Jesus, yeah. and that is the key to having joy and like-mindedness. And let me just touch on one thing. It says, um, number three, verse three, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. Now, you know, 
we're very keen on um, the sin of adultery and fornication, and rightly so. But when you read in Galatians chapter 5, the works of the flesh, some of those works include contention, jealousy, selfish ambition. So the Bible lists, along with adultery and fornication as being works of the flesh, it also lists selfish ambition, which is something that, that uh, you know, though, those of us who are excited about Jesus and want to want to do great things for him, sometimes that can, can uh, try and pull at us. You know, I wish, that, oh, look at what he's doing over there. Oh, they, I heard they had, uh, they built a church of 10,000. And you can feel that pull at you, you know. And you have to say, Lord, I rebuke you, Satan. And Lord, I pray that he does even better. Yeah. That's the only way to go. Yes. If you feel that selfish ambition, that temptation. That's, a, that's esteeming the other person higher than yourself, yeah. you know. Yeah. You say, I, I hope he has a church of 20,000 yeah. next year. Well, there are people that, and we're going to look later on, and I'll read it right now, verse 21 of the same chapter, for all seek their own, not the things which are of Christ Jesus. Uh And, you know, that's even Christians he's talking about there. I mean, people are even doctrinally, well, this is the way it is, and this is what you have to think, and this is how it is, and... And 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 I'm not going to listen to you. And this is the, you know. And they are even in Christianity, they have selfish ambition. And yeah. and what mm-hmm. the the my favorite verse uh, wording here is in the, the verse three is lowliness of mind. Yeah. To mm-hmm. live in lowliness of mind mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to and to not esteem yourself as somebody important. Right. That is a critical issue. And um, and I was telling you off air that I try to, because I, I'm the worst failure at this mostly. <laughs> I, th- I am very, very self-motivated and very, mm-hmm. v- and I have a high esteem of myself. Uh-huh. And what I try and do is I always let someone go through the door first. I always yeah. l- let other individuals go. And if there's a question of who goes first when you're driving a car, please, you go first. You get in front of me. Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever happens, I want to walk, Mosley, in lowliness of mind. And that takes practice and skill. Well, I'm going to read us, uh, if you don't mind, a little something Jesus said about this. Yes. He said, uh, beginning in Luke chapter 14, verse 7, and he, so he told them a parable to those who were invited to a wedding feast when he noted that they always chose the best places. You know, that's like trying to go first. That's right. When you were invited by anyone to a wedding feast, do not sit down at the best place, lest someone more honorable than you be invited by him. And he who has invited you and him come and say to you, give place to this man. Then they begin, then you begin with shame to take the lower place. But when you're invited, go and sit down in the lowest place. So that when he who has invited you comes in, and he will say to you, friend, get up higher. Then you will have glory in the presence of those who sat at the table with you. For whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who, he who humbles himself shall be exalted. And isn't that exactly what Jesus modeled for us? That's exactly what he modeled. That's exactly what the apostles here are modeling, mm-hmm. that they are looking for, the, for our best, not their own. Yeah. How can I best mm-hmm. serve the people around me mm-hmm. that they might know Christ more? Yeah. And that's the problem of... Uh, when you see a ministry that's devoted to expensive, fancy things, 
You know, it's like that's when you have your own private jet and so forth. Uh, I don't want to get in the business of judging those people, but, you know, that's a danger to, to be flying around in private jets and living in mansions. It uh, may be necessary. I mean, the jet may be uh, uh, best use of time and money, but you can start reading your own press reports that I deserve this. Mm-hmm. This is my, this is, this is what I need. Instead of the ministry needs this. Mm-hmm. For, the, for the expansion of the gospel, I need these things. And sometimes these things require jet, jet aircraft. Yeah. But when it a lot comes of times to, they don't. <laughs> right, right. When it comes to well, I just need that. I can't go in and sit with the pub, public and go into. Uh, I need. Why my, not? You know why not? Why can't and you so, sit with the the people of your church? Right, and so you you, you got to be careful with this. You do, and so lowliness of mind and to practice that in the most small area. And I'll tell the listening audience the major area to work with lowliness of mind as far as behavior goes with your spouse uh-huh. serve your spouse mm-hmm. let your spouse go first let them mm-hmm. talk let them they have to something to say hear them out loneliness yeah. of mind is not impressing your will it's allowing people to come at you with theirs not that they're going to push you around but let them come at you yeah yeah all right well, let's go into to uh this next section which is uh, philippians chapter 2 verse beginning of verse 5 and this is just like we talked about this is like one of the mountaintops of scripture yes let this mind be in you which was also in christ jesus who being in the form of god did not consider it robbery to be equal with god but made himself of no reputation taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wow. I just, I just, <laughs> I'm just shocked at these verses. They are so significant. Oh. And they are so wonderful. You know, this is like landing in Tibet and having someone drive you out and say, well, there's Mount Everest. You go, oh my gosh, look oh my at gosh, that. look at that. Isn't that amazing how it just reaches to the heavens? No, that is absolutely right. I mean, it's like <laughs> seeing the most beautiful sight in the world. These verses are the most beautiful words. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love reading those verses. I feel... I do too. I, I just love reading it. I just I love reading that when it says... Um, Don't you feel it when you mm. read it? It's not that you just... It's just words. It's you feel it. When I read like verse 9, Therefore God has highly exalted him and given him the name, which is above every name. Wow. I feel like, oh my gosh, yeah. I'm just part of that. I'm just part of that heavenly throng exalting the Lord yeah, just by and, reading that verse. And for me, let this mind be in you, which mm-hmm. was also in Christ Jesus. Oh my gosh. What is so wonderful about that is Jeez, nowhere does the Bible ask you to do something that's not possible. Therefore, since the Bible says, let Good this point. mind be in you that's in Christ Jesus, that means you can do that. Yes. That means you can have in you the mind that was in Christ Jesus. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because when it comes to no reputation, 
that's me mostly. <laughs> and if and with all consideration, that's you. Yeah. I mean, we can do that. Right. We can do no reputation. We can put we can be the form of a bond servant. We can come in the likeness of men. We we, we, we default mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, we do. Because you know, I'll just as one example, Don. You and I did graduate from Bible college. But it was it's a no name. No one's ever heard of it. Bible college. Local just a church little thing we cobbled to, it just cobbled it together. Yeah. And, and you were the Bible teacher and I was one of the students. And no one's going to um, be impressed by that on our resume that we went to that <laughs> Bible college. For six years, you know. Yeah. yeah. And yet and yet. And yet God has blessed us so that was the hottest Bible school ever. <laughs> changed our lives forever. Yeah. Changed our lives. And so we're not people who, who, I mean, I'd rather have graduated from what we call, it was called the Holy Word Bible School. Yes. I'd rather have graduated from the Holy Word Bible School, which no one's ever heard of, and it only graduated probably about 40 people in its whole career, maybe yes. 50, yeah. than the Divinity School of Harvard. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you know why? Because Jesus was there. We we gave our hearts to Jesus Christ back then as well as we are today. Mm-hmm. I mean, we went toward his word and not our own, mm-hmm. and not our own theories, his theories. So it's possible to have this mind in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal to God. In other words, the Bible says that in the beginning was the word, and the yes. word was with God, and the word was God. God it was God, and like, Jesus does not make a big deal about that. I mean, he could have said, "I'm God," and yeah. and it's not robbery. I mean, he's not taking away That's anything. Right. That's right. He could say, "I'm God," but he said, "No, I'm going to come in the form." Now he was God, mm-hmm. but he's going to come in the form, in the appearance, not as God. Humbled himself. Yes, humbled himself. Now he starts off as being equal with God, and in fact, was God. And then he humbles himself not to be some kind of glorious angel. He right. humbled himself to be a man. Right. And not only humbled himself to be a man and coming like the, the mayor of Jerusalem yeah. or the king of, of Judea, he came and it was just a carpenter. He was born outside. Yes. Not even in a house. Yeah. In a, yeah. In, in, he was a homeless, in one sense, yeah. born out there. Born homeless. Yeah. And not only that, he humbled himself... To die the death of a criminal. I mean, how much more humble can you be than from going from being equal to God down to being someone who died as a criminal on the cross? Yeah, yeah. Now look, here, here's, here's one take on this thing. You and I have gone as far as people can really go in, in schooling. Uh, you have your JD, you're, a, you're an attorney. I have a PhD, and so we've, we've gone the gamut on this. Right. But we don't come in as the attorney and the PhD, and we're going to really push our credentials and all that. We, we come, we, when I approach people, I don't approach them and say, oh, I'm Dr. Partridge. I say, I'm Don. You know, yeah. I, I am, even though God mm-hmm. takes Christians and we become better and better and more educated, hopefully more educated, more wise than the world around us, mm-hmm. yet we come in low yeah. and we come in and say, I'm with you. I'm a, I'm a human being like you are. 
I can relate to you like you can relate to me. Right. Let's talk about Christ. Right. Yeah. And so this is what Jesus did. And, you know, I just want to share another take on Jesus. It's Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. And it's the Bible says that Jesus, being in the being the brightness of God's glory yes. and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. I mean, that's how great this man is. That's how great our Savior is. We think of Jesus as being, you know, this. sometimes you think of him as being kind of a, a, a thin, um, 30-something meeky, guy. Meeky, mousy guy. Who was kind of dusty and was wearing sandals and kind of Just pushed, a really nice guy. Pushed know. around by the push, Roman pushed shoulders. Around, you know. And yet the Bible says that that's just the fact that he humbled himself that far. That's right. That he actually was, in fact, Jesus said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I like a translation that says he made himself mm-hmm. of no reputation. Right. And as a result of that, in other words, the Bible says in verse 9, therefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name which oh is above gosh. every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now, there's a couple of things you notice in that. When people confess that Jesus is Lord, that's to the glory of God the Father. Yes. So, you know, this is this is battle sometimes people say, oh, I'm a Jehovah's Witness. Uh, I'm not that into Jesus. Now, come on. If you confess Jesus is Lord, you are doing to the ex- glory. To the glory of the Father. Father. You're actually doing exactly what Jehovah wants you to do. That's right. Is to confess Jesus is Lord. And, of course, every someday every knee is going to have to bow. So isn't it better... To do it now. To do it now. And be on the right side. Since you're going to anyway, let's not have it forced. <laughs> do know. it willingly. Yeah. And uh, hey, hey uh, um, l- look at this. This is how I see this. Whatever happens to Jesus, Jesus is so gracious. He says it'll happen to you. Yeah. If we, Mosley, humble ourselves. if we make ourselves of no reputation, if we walk in lowliness of mind, he will exalt us in turn. What you see happening to Jesus here is a model, Mosley. Yes, it is. For us. It's exactly right. And so as we go through our lives and we try to let this mind be in us and those in Christ Jesus. Well, the the mark of that mind is something that that was a humble, humble mind, a lowliness of mind. The spirit of Christ Mm -hmm. is a lowliness of mind. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, we have eternal life. We don't have eternal life uh, from our goodness, however good it is. We only have eternal life because Jesus was willing to humble himself even to the death on the cross. Without that, we're lost. So how, you know, everything depends on his gracious humbling of himself, which he did. That's how precious it is to us. How much we have benefited. Oh, yes. From his humbling. How much other people will be benefited by our humbling, following in his footsteps Mm -hmm. and humbling Mm -hmm. ourselves around people. And how much uh, our... Our, our dear listeners will benefit if they humble themselves and receive Christ as Savior. Yes. You know, that's one of the things that keeps people from receiving Christ. 
they think, well, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm pretty good in my own self. You know, I'm going to church. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I don't know why. I don't know about this Jesus guy. And they, there's a certain pride that keeps them from humbling themselves and receiving Christ as Savior. But that's the only way in. The only way to get on the bus. There, I'll say this. is a train, Don. It's bound for glory. A train bound for glory. And you need to be on it, my listener. Mm-hmm. And the only way, the only ticket that works to get on that train bound for glory is to humble yourself and receive Christ as Savior. Look at what you're saying. You're saying there's a humble Savior. Yes. Now, he's not a Mickey Mouse Savior, powerful, but he made himself of no reputation, mm-hmm. asking for us to go into mm-hmm. the same loneliness of mm-hmm. mind. So we have loneliness of mm-hmm. mind meeting Loneliness of not mine. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, learn of me, for I'm meek and lowly of heart. That's right. Low, lowness of heart mm-hmm. meets with lowness of heart. Mm-hmm. Does lowness of heart him meet with highness of heart? No. Us? No, it won't. The Bible says that God um, helps the humble, but he knows the proud afar off. Yeah. Think about afar that. Off. Afar off. Afar off. I mean, where do you want to be with God on Judgment Day? Do you want to be, do you want to be graciously received by God, or do you want Him to say, "You go stand over there. I'm putting you way away from me." I mean, there, there's this mind that's in Christ Jesus. That would really be, I think, Don, one of my dearest prayers and most earnest hopes is that the mind that was in Christ Jesus would be in me. The mind. It's it's just it's too far for me to imagine. <laughs> I know it it's really too is, wonderful, but, but I want it. It's too wonderful. It's too wonderful. If I can have that, then I can also share in his exaltation. Yeah. yeah. Let's go on. Okay. Well, we're gonna we're just coming to the end of our okay. session, so um, we're going to be um, discussing in our next section um, the verses twelve through nineteen. But you know. Uh, this whole book of Philippians, Don, is just so marvelous. And written from a man, and I don't think we've discussed that in this program, written from a man who was in prison, yes. who was so full of... Now, there wasn't Paul, when you think about it, he's in prison, he's just rejoicing in God, and he's happy for all these these wonderful things about Christ. Isn't he really... Doesn't he also have the mind of Christ? You know, he could have, in prison, been hostile irritable, mean-spirited. He could have said, they're wrong, these guys are wrong, this judge is wrong, this jailer's wrong, uh, everybody is wrong, I am right. But you know, he, he humbled himself yeah. and said, Christ is right, I'm following him, and I accept the uh, cost of doing business with Jesus Christ, <laughs> and some of that cost is suffering, mostly. Now, let me read... Uh in our, our close, we just have a short close. And let me just read something about, about Jesus, just to know how great it was, how he was so great to humble himself to die on the cross. Because the Bible says in Colossians uh, chapter 2, um, beginning at verse 9, For in him, that is Jesus, dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Wow. So we're coming to the end of our time, my listeners, and uh, we hope you join us next time with, uh, as we continue on in uh, understanding Philippians, and we'll be in uh, chapter 2 of Philippians, beginning at uh, verse 12. 
So Don and I pray that what you've heard here today will help you live a life of real Christianity. Thank you for joining Attorney Mosley Collins and his special guest, Dr. Donald Partridge. This program has been sponsored by the Personal Injury Law Offices of Attorney Mosley Collins. If you have been badly injured, the last thing you need is another bill. That is why, when Mosley accepts your case, there is never a fee until he wins your case. For over 30 years, we have been helping people badly injured in accidents and also victims of medical malpractice win their cases. We can help you win your case too. For help, dial 916-444-4444 to speak to our staff. Just remember, that's all fours for legal help. For Mosley and Dawn and all of us here, thank you for listening and join us again for the next installment of Real Christianity.